screen froze for a second and I almost panicked. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Are we back? Hello. Welcome. Okay. This is Two Girls Who Scare Easily, and I'm Andy. I'm Katie. And we have a surprise this week because we are joined by the wonderful, magnificent, and oh-so-talented hosts of the Three Haunted podcast. We have Ashley Lunar Goddess and John Thomas. Okay, say hi. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Sorry, you seem like you're doing such a great job introducing <laughs> us. And honestly, I was like getting a little red. I'm like, just oh, yes. compliments. Mm-hmm. Flattery gets you everywhere. Everywhere, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for having um, us on. We got to go on your podcast. Um, I think it just aired a few weeks ago. I don't know. Like I said, time has become meaningless. <laughs> so recently-ish, we went on your podcast, and it was super fun, and we're yes. so excited to have you. Yeah, we're excited to be on. I know when you were on our podcast uh, afterwards, you know, we had today, and John and I were like, oh my gosh, we have to get them on. Again, uh, you know, season four, again and again and again, yes. and as well as go on like a live adventure with you both. You're so much like amazing so energy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yes. So if our <laughs> listeners are uh, slacking and have not listened to your podcast, can you give us uh, kind of a synopsis about what you guys talk about? Heck yeah. We talk about horror films, supernatural, metaphysical, uh, basically anything that goes bumps in the night, bump in the night. I can't even talk. What are words? <laughs> They're with me. Anything that goes bump in the night. So we've talked about aliens. We have talked about like everything, anything like it just we have fun. Yep. Skinwalkers, paranormal games, uh, haunted dolls. Who doesn't love a haunted doll? <laughs> <laughs> oh, love a haunted doll <laughs> I love paranormal games I love talking about that uh, urban favorite. legends yeah. it's all good times yeah nice I love it so what is your um, podcast origin story <laughs> like what made you guys start the podcast the pandemic <laughs> pretty much yeah long story short pandemic uh, <laughs> <laughs> So we all wanted to work together in some capacity, create. Uh, we originally had a third host who's still very much a dear friend of ours. He just got really busy with work. Could it be the third host past season one? But we all wanted to work together in some creative way. But unfortunately, the pandemic hit. And so we were trying to come up with a way where we still could be creative with each other. And we realized, you know, when we get together, we are a little over the top. We're a little outrageous. But we have fun. And so we figured, why not hit record and see what happens? Yeah. And it made it easier just because you were out of state. He was out of state. I was the only one here in Colorado because y'all had both just moved. So that didn't help. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I've been binging it lately. (laughs) And, like, you do. You talk about a little bit of everything. Like, there's cryptids and there's – all sorts of different paths of like spirituality and metaphysical topics and stuff. And I, yeah, I love it. I think you guys do a fantastic job of bringing really interesting people on and then like 
don't know. It feels like you guys know what you're talking about as well. Thank you. So you can tell that you're you're into it. Thank you. I'm just a curious person too. So we used to over-research when we first got started. We'd have a topic. We started bringing guests on and we would research too much, hope, like thinking that we had to keep up with our guests. And then we realized, well, well, they're the specialists. So really, as long as we have a general idea and we are very inquisitive, we have questions and have like an engaging conversation, we don't really need to know that much. So that helped, I think, right, John? That helped change yeah, the game a little bit. It did. I know season one, like I said, it was good, but like I don't know, listening back to it, I'm like, yeah, we over prepped a lot. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> we were just wanting, like Ashley said, to be knowledgeable about what we were talking about. And sometimes it came off well and sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe not for some of it, but it's still I mean, we live, we learn, we get better. So Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm still just constantly impressed with like your organization. That's all, Ashley. you have guests on all the time and like we can't even get ourselves on on time. You should see my spreadsheet. John at first thought I was neurotic, but it's paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's color coded. I'm like, shh. I know. It's like, I don't even it. know how to do that on there. Like, what are you doing? Like, holy crap. <laughs> But it, it works, at least for me. Like, it balances me to make sure I can keep track of stuff. But yes. I just I just like talking to people. If you can tell, I talk a lot. So, just I'm <laughs> so for me, it's fun. Unless you're talking about your horror movies and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's certain subjects where I can't shut up, for sure. But, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. He comes alive. Yes. Well, I, um, I fangirled out real hard on the episode because I went back. I was like, how far back could I go? And then I saw that you had uh, Dakri Stoker on. And I was like, oh, oh Dakri Stoker, yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Um, and yeah. so I was I like, okay, well, that's, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go there and then just go forward. And I loved listening to that episode i mean huge dracula fan huge frankenstein fan like the old school books just all of it and all of the different iterations and all of the vampire lore and i was like this is so cool and you kept your shit together i would not have i i don't think i would have ever had a coherent thought at all the entire time i was talking to him and then I would have never done another podcast ever again in my life. So you're amazing. Oh my God. Let me tell, let me tell you, I saw, I don't even know how it happened. A thank you book of faces algorithms. He popped up in my feed as like a sponsored thing and he kept popping up. And so I was like, I wonder, like, I wonder if he would be a guest. And for me, I always, second guess myself. And so over the last two years, I've been really trying to live by this motto, you don't know if you don't ask. And so I'm just like, what? what's the worst that happens? They say no? Okay. So so I'm just like, okay, I would ask. And I did. I messaged, do you ever 
would you ever consider being on our podcast? This is what we're about. Thinking I'm not going to get a response. And he said, or whoever it was that responded said, DM me, we'll set something up. And I was like, like, I seriously, I think I stopped breathing for a moment when I read that. So I sent a message, didn't hear anything back for a few days. And so I went back to the original DM me and I was just like, hey, sent you a message. You might want to check your, you know, other inbox. And I got a response. Email me. We're, we'll we'll set something up. And I was you like, manifested the shit out of that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was really cool because after that, after he was a guest, it, I'm telling you, serendipity. He was scheduled to be in my area at the time at the Winchester Mystery Mansion doing 125 years of Dracula workshop. And I'm like, I'm going. Done, done, done. And I went and I bought all of his books. Because <laughs> got to support. And uh, it, it was so neat because he actually dressed up like full, you know, vampire-like just vibes with that. You know, uh, Bram Stoker's The Gargoyle on the movie poster. He has a, a pen, a metal pen like that on his lapel that he wears. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> I asked him, where did you get that? Do you get those made? And he said he found one on eBay a long time ago. That is so bought cool. It up. I just, you're such good interviewers. Yeah, and so. I love those episodes and all of the witchy stuff that you've been doing lately and the runes. Because as a practicing pagan, I love hearing other people do it. Because there's no wrong way to do it any way you want to. That's That's correct. And it's just really fun to be like, oh, I do it that way. Oh, I don't. Oh, that's really fun. <laughs> okay. Fangirl over. Yeah. I'm now, <laughs> I'm now composed. Yes. <laughs> but Annie and I were texting each other. She's like, did you get into a no. binge? I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> so you're the reason our numbers are going up. Keep it right. going. Uh, I'm not mad at that. Actually, like, you know, I used to really poo-poo on TikTok and like that's just the stupidest thing in the world is what I thought. But some of these people I have come across have been some of the most amazing guests, like the, you know, our runes guest, Diana. And it's like I stumbled across them on TikTok and then I send it to John. I'm like, you got to see this person. <laughs> and I've trained my TikTok al- algorithm to only present to me like all witchy nice. vibes. So <laughs> nice. all metaphysical. See, but but then it gives me people to follow to help train yes, my exactly. TikTok algorithm. I, I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So – like it is code. like follow it's them, perfect. follow them, follow them. It's retraining, retraining TikTok, but it's exactly. been exciting. And I'm with you. There are some people I bring on that John knows. I'm like, I've been watching them. I can't wait to interact with them. I'm so excited. And as soon as they like, you know, join the chat, I'm like super poker face. Like, hello, mm-hmm. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> and that's how I felt about two of our guests so far. So, uh, which two? You know Ming, of course. Good old Ming Chen. Of course, Ming. Ming, I've been bugging you about Ming forever. And then uh, Mike Vaughn, voice of the the ghost face on the oh. screen TV series. Anything okay. scream? I, Did I, you, you just know, die? I so, uh, as if you can't tell, yes. Like I wanted to so bad, and it, like his normal <laughs> voice, he sounds just like the freaking voice. And I'm like, dude, come on. Oh, 
I just sit there. And Did you to ask him to record your uh, voicemail away message on your phone? No, 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 no. But actually, talked. We talked about having him do something for the podcast, and we just haven't done it. <laughs> and I keep forgetting. I'm just gonna have to send it to him and be like, "Hey, record this real quick, right? Uh, <laughs> please, yes, please, please, please." Um, yeah, we've had. I, I enjoy finding people to talk to, and especially about topics that are unfamiliar to me. So like the runes, that's not like I've heard of runes. I've seen a little bit, but I really don't know much about them. So for me, I get excited learning about new things. My wish list, my bucket list goal for the podcast is to find a voodoo practitioner because uh, we still can't find a voodoo practitioner. I keep talking to my daughter and telling her she's in Louisiana. I'm like, find us one. Come on. I'm about to drive down to. Let's all take a trip down to New Orleans. Oof, I'd rather we'll fly. Just find one. I'd rather fly. I'm not driving. To Texas <laughs> I know what again. I mean. We're all gonna go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not did driving you through just Texas say, again. Wait, did you just say you'd rather fly? Yeah. To drive through Texas again? I know. I don't like flying. For those that don't know that, I can't stand flying, but I will do it for certain things, and this is one of them. <laughs> it took like pulling arms and legs and toes and everything, everything. to get him to get on a plane. <laughs> To go to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. To go to Arizona. And now he's like, I'd rather fly. Yes. Way to go, John. Yes. All right. So we'll just have to yes. drug John yes. and Katie. There you go. And we'll just guide them through yeah. the airport. Not, I am I also I not a fan of <laughs> flying, John. So I am right there with you. And Andy's right. last episode was about plane crashes in Colorado. Yes, I know. And I was, I was not no, no, thrilled no, 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 no. about that. I had no idea. At all. Yep. That's how I felt <laughs> about it when I saw it. And I'm like, I don't even know if Mm-mm. I want to listen to this. Like, <laughs> like, like you do yeah. for listenership, but also <laughs> I felt you bad. don't because of it's course. just terrible. Yes. Now, right. thankfully, it was yes. basically yeah, so no commercial airlines because those are very rare. And it was all like private planes. And of course those are dangerous. Like I'm not trusting anyone who was like, oh, I got my pilot's license over the weekend. (laughs) No, no, fuck you. No, I'm not getting in that plane. I don't know you. Um, But it is, it's also not, not my, my favorite thing. So I, yeah, I just have to knock myself out when I go on them. I just fall asleep. I get super anxious. I'm not going to lie. I do too, but. I don't mind flying at all. Like it does not not bother me. Because you're crazy. I I know. Yes, I am. Um, (laughs) It, I had no idea that Katie hated flying. It's just never come up. And like, I've, I've had to like reshuffle my topics because I'm like, oh, well I traumatized Katie last week. I should probably not do it again. (laughs) Like I know that this one is going (laughs) to. Open some wounds. Let's but, let's maybe do something in between them. Yeah, I like I like to dose out the trauma. Yes. See now it's it's her turn to traumatize you. So <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, what scares you, Andy? What makes you anxious? <laughs> oh, um, state of politics. The oh yeah, no, um, fair, <laughs> super fair. <laughs> uh, I try. Lord knows I try, but she likes all the weird stuff. It's not Andy's fault that the list of things that I don't enjoy is over a mile long because (laughs) I'm a crotchety old goat and I don't enjoy lots of things. 
and I have to do them because we exist in the world. You know, I, I have to do stuff I don't like doing every single day. It's not, it's not so necessarily. So we have Ashley Lunar Goddess and Katie Crotchety Old Goat. Katie Crotchety Old Goat. <laughs> like, I it works. I'm notorious for just not not wanting to do things. <laughs> that makes me sound like a fuddy duddy. I'm I'm no, cool. You're very fun. We're so cool. Is there anything in, like, the supernatural paranormal world that does kind of make you uneasy, Andy? Or are you just cool with it all? Um, Flesh pedestrians. Yeah. I won't even say it. I don't I, I, will. I don't know Skin what it walkers. is about, but I – Oh, I hate it. Oh. I hate it. No, I don't – I like flesh I don't know what it is. Mother. They freak me out so bad. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't like them. <laughs> I like how John knew exactly what you were talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of like paranormal stuff on YouTube, and there's a bunch of people who won't say the word, and that's exactly what they call them. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha. What, skinwalkers? Yeah. Yeah, because saying the word is supposed to attract their attention Remember, to you, and yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. It's like, Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. <laughs> 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 say it again. <laughs> say it again. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I guess, yeah, I guess talking about it draws it in. So mm-hmm. I'll say it five times and we'll see what happens. I mean, I think we said it enough. <laughs> and like, and he's like, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> right. I have to go. Be right so back. Like, this has been a Enjoy fun your episode. doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, get, um, I get really freaked out, actually, in like paranormal spooky movies, too. Okay. Like really bad. I like thinking about them afterwards, but I have a hard time like watching them. Like as soon as they start, I'm like, "Why am I doing this? I hate this." Oh yeah, you don't watch a ton of them because I'll tell you. I, oh, have you seen this one? You're like, "Fuck you, no." I so October is my designated scary movie time, where we will watch all of them, and I'm just like miserable. And then I spend the rest of the year thinking about them, being like, "That was such a good movie." <laughs> It will be over for the next year. It does. So I, yeah, not, any I'm, recommendations? I will take. I will be taking for October. I'm not a fan of like exorcism possession movies. Um, those I don't. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's childhood religious indoctrination. But those really do get under my skin more right. than like ghost movies. Like depending on the ghost movies, it's the possession ones that I'm like no. <laughs> Any of the supernatural ones, like the the horror movies, like the slasher films and stuff like that, those don't bother me, because like I feel like I could I could put up a fight at least. I could shoot them dead. Like <laughs> I can't I can't punch a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. Or can you? If a, if a ghost can touch you, I feel like there's something where we could do back. But there's got to be a way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. It does kind of feel like a one way street. <laughs> We'll have yeah, to figure it out. I guess yeah. I shouldn't say shoot him. We could pew pew the <laughs> slashers. Pew yeah, pew. Yeah. We could pew pew. <laughs> we could pew, pew pew them. Yeah, but I feel like I'm with you. The things that can mess with you but you can't mess with them really are unnerving. Yeah, exactly. So I guess speaking of childhood religious trauma, <laughs> what got you guys interested in the – paranormal spooky things that go bump in the night um for me i had an experience when i was 
12, 13. Uh, my brother and I, we had bunk beds. I slept on the top bunk. And there was a closet at the end of the, the beds. And uh, I can see outside the doorway into the living room where our TV was. And my brother was scared of the dark at the time. And so we kind of cracked the door, had it open. And uh, I can hear my dad watching TV and hear him laughing. And so I fell asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night. He's still out there watching TV, still watching whatever. And uh, but I saw somebody standing at the foot of the bed. I could kind of see through him. And I thought maybe, okay, I'm half asleep, whatever. So I like lean over the bed to make sure my brother's not over there messing with me. And uh, he's sound asleep in bed, just snoozing away. I look back up at the at the door and face is still looking there. He's kind of staring at me a little bit. And so I look towards the bottom again and there's no legs, no feet, no nothing. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. Covers over my head. I'm not getting out of this bed. Like, no, I'm done. We're good. Um, the next day I asked my dad, I was like, hey, were you being a creep and like standing at the foot of the bed in the middle of the night? He's like, no, why would I do that? I was like, I don't know to scare us. He's like, no, it wasn't me. I was like, okay, cool. We have a ghost. And of course he didn't believe, but yeah. So that, that was the start of it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The, yeah. Just full body, just apparition. Yeah. Just right, right there. Off the That's no zero body. to a hundred. No right. Oh, right. Half body. No <laughs> Half body. Yeah. Were there other experiences that you had in that same house? In that house? No, not at all. That was like the first and only one. It was, it was weird. weird. Yeah. It was just like passing through one and done yeah my dog's barking maybe the ghost just realized that you weren't vibing with it and so then they respected your privacy and they were like i just wanted to say hey, no okay so sorry to bother right. you cool. he was trying to reach you about yes. your car's extended <laughs> warranty i didn't have one at that time so we're good <laughs> and then he moved on yeah he's like all right you don't have a car exactly. okay cool Psst, i'm out mm-hmm Apologies. Dead or alive, leave me alone about my extended warranty, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, man. How about you, Ashley? So, I've been called my family's ghost magnet. Um, <laughs> it's a what thing. a title. I right? know. Um, <laughs> I have been having experiences probably since before I can remember, but my first, like, memory of one was when I was super little and I was sleeping in my mom's bed alone at my grandma's house. We had been living with my grandma at the time and my brother and sister were in a different room. I was by myself. My mom had this huge old bed, you know, like the kind that you, that has like the big wood headboard behind it. And it was a very heavy bed, very heavy, uh, king size bed. And I couldn't sleep. And I remember turning on my side and looking towards the doorway and there were people in the living room. There was like a little, little bitty hallway, but not really. And then the living room off to the left and they were watching TV. So light was coming in light source from that room, like TV light, not living room light. And I turned to look towards that when I saw this silhouette of like a very big, almost like cat, but not a cat. And my grandma did have cats, but this thing was, is bigger and not the size of a dog, not the size of a cat, like something in between. 
And if for some reason my body was like, that's not right. And as a kid, all the alarms were going off inside me versus like, oh, it's just grandma's cat. It's like something's not right. And then it started growling. <laughs> like growling, oh, no, like, yeah, growling. And again, she has cats. Cats don't growl like that. Um, growling. And I'm like, oh, God. And it darted at me, but went under the bed. Now, here's where shit got even weirder. I'm sorry. Is this a language podcast? Yes. This is where it got weirder. Um, it went under the bed. And from where it went under the bed, the bed actually lifted and then slammed like onto the ground. My grandma had wooden floors, so you can hear the bam. And I jumped up. So I'm like standing there. And of course, what does this look like? My grandma hears the slam. She runs in the room. She thinks I'm jumping on the bed. And I like, because I'm thinking I'm dead, you know, I've been here by myself. But when my grandma comes in, I jump as far over as I can and run out of the room and she's yelling at me and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I just don't make me go back in there. Um, You know, I explained to her what happened. I was in tears. She doesn't believe me. She thinks I'm jumping on the bed. She checks under the bed. Nothing's there. Um, But I, like, begged her, please don't make me sleep in there. Uh, I didn't have to that night. I didn't have to go back in there. But she didn't believe me. I was in trouble for for jumping on the bed. Uh, To this day, don't know what it was. Um, Not really like a ghost, but that was not right. Um, and, And that it just things went from there. Like, in different houses, I had different experiences. And one... John knows about this. There was this one house I lived in that was a two-story house in Texas and a lot of activity. That one was pretty unnerving because I'd never liked to sleep in my room in that house. And um, I would intentionally fall asleep on the couch hoping that they would leave me there. Like my mom and her partner would just let me sleep on the couch downstairs. And I remember one night it's like I fell asleep and I felt myself half asleep being carried back up to my room and put in my bed. And I'm like, oh, damn it. But I went back to sleep. Well, the next day I told my mom's partner, thanks for putting me in bed. And she's like, I didn't put you in bed. And I'm like, don't mess with me. And she's like, I didn't. And she wasn't like a kind, warm, you know, touchy-feely person that would have done that. So that's why I was shocked. But she's like, I didn't. What are you talking about? And I thought about it. And I'm like, that actually felt like a man carrying me up. Um, happened a few times where I would try and fall asleep and I'd wake up or partially wake up half asleep, you know, half awake, like being carried back up to my room, put in my bed by what felt like a man. And I'm like, I'm not opening my eyes. (laughs) But after a few times, I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna sleep in my room. (laughs) I, I love that. I mean, I don't I don't love that for scared little baby child. Yeah. That's not. I don't love the trauma that occurs. But she look at that smile on her face. Right. Of how Andy started getting more and more horrified and I was like, I'm like oh. it is It is kind though. Like he was being helpful ish i mean or the, i didn't just, want to sleep in my room because i was terrified of my room for a reason so my closet 
um, at night because I had a daybed that I originally had in the middle of the room. I don't know why, but that's where I wanted it. I thought I was being cool or edgy. I have no idea. But in my closet, I would wake up in the middle of the night hearing scratching noises. And so I would open my closet and literally because I'm a kid, I would put my head like my ear next to the inner closet wall. And it sounded like someone was slowly, not quickly, slowly scratching up to the top and then back down up to the top and then back down very slowly. Same spot. And my mom's partner's like, it's a mouse. And I'm like, I don't think my <laughs> I think they scurry a little faster than that, but, um, it would happen a lot. And so I got a little scared of my room and, um, that's when I'm like, I'll sleep in the living room. And that didn't last very long. And I'm like, I guess I'll sleep in my bedroom. But at that point, I moved my bed to like the furthest away from the closet as I could get. <laughs> yeah. You know, when in doubt, ignore it and it will go away. That was, That's my answer to everything is I'm going to mind my business and that's going to be there and I'm going to be here. And never the twain shall meet. Unfortunately, that stuff did not go away. It wasn't um, until, and I still have, by the way, nightmares about this house. Um, and I wake up like, no, <laughs> it's pulling me back in. I, it's, it's like a whole thing. But what I find the most interesting is, you know, I was 10. People could say, well, that was a weird transition time in your life, maybe, whatever. But my mom, years later, got a call from a lady who now lived in the house. And she asked if there was anything weird that we experienced. And my mom's like, I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. And the lady proceeded to tell her about her son and all of the things he was experiencing, which mirrored what I said. And my mom's like, out of curiosity, which bedroom is his? And the lady told her, and it was, the, it was my exact bedroom. And uh, at that point, like prior to that, my mom never believed me about that house. She thought it was in my head over active imagination. When she got that phone call and had that conversation, she called me and she's like, holy shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were vindicated. She's like, I believe you. I know. I hear that. I believe you. And I'm like, yeah. And then, but then I'm like, no, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. It's like, no, I could pretend that I was just had an overactive imagination. Like, <laughs> like all the other things, like it, it was a mouse, it was her partner. Right? And then it's like, oh, are you too? Okay. Yeah, it's really haunted. Damn Wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. At first it's yay, and then it's like, oh no. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Speaking of haunted, would you guys like to hear a story today? I would love to hear a story. Heck yeah. Oh. But is this scary? Because I have to go to bed in a little bit. No, just kidding. Um, it's mostly sad. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I'm only teasing. No, it's mostly sad. It's kind of scary. Probably, maybe. It's interesting, at the very least. So, today, we are going to talk about the... Ridge Home Asylum. Have either of you heard of it? I have. I think it's the same one anyway. It used to be on, what street was it? Wadsworth or Kipling, something like that? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm here for it. I haven't heard it. I'm blank slate. My like my sister skill. and brother before they <laughs> tore it down actually went in there and had a bunch of experiences. So Oh really? Yeah. So this is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs> That's so excellent. Yes. Okay. So it was also known as the Colorado State Home and Training School, uh, Ridge Home or the Home for Mental Defectives. Super cool. Uh, it opened in 1912 in Arvada and, like I said, nor- near the corner of Kipling and 52nd. So I feel like like most of the mental institutes, I guess, of the time, it started out with, like, really great intentions. And they were, you know, using all of the most modern techniques and trying to provide these wonderful experiences for their patients. And it just quickly went downhill, (laughs) as these things do. So from 1912 to about 1992, it actually served about 1,500 patients. Uh, It's the state of Colorado began planning this mental hospital, um, it was going to be 300 acres. Uh, they started planning in 1909. By 1910, the first buildings went up in Arvada. And 1912, the first patients were actually coming. Uh, by 1936, the... Oops, sorry. Notes just freaked out. <laughs> by 1936... Ridge Home Asylum had over 200 students. So the people who were committed to Ridge Home were committed for life unless they ended up transferring to the Pueblo Insane Asylum. So like there was no like treat them and then they get to go home kind of thing. This was like a, yeah, it was a whole lifetime thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Katie's face was just like... That's sad. <laughs> it is sad. It's, I'm sorry. It's just I my, warned you. It's just my face. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, so, so let's get more sad. Yeah? Oh, no. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> just, just do it. Okay. He's um, like, I'm ready to cry. Just do it. So in the 1940s, forced sterilization was practiced regularly. Yeah. If I had something to throw, I'd throw it. I was going to say, she's looking for something to throw. She's like, where? Where is it? We have to have safe rooms for recording. No breakables. Rage rooms. I'll do that after. Yeah. Uh. In the 1950s, this is like, this is the most sad, I think, almost. Um, In the 1950s, an administrator was quoted uh, as saying that many of the patients were far too mentally competent to actually belong in a home, but were there because their families abandoned them. So there were reports of like children that there was literally nothing wrong with them. They weren't like neurodivergent in any way they were totally fine they were just abandoned by their families and then being in that environment was really detrimental to their development so that's i think that's the saddest part like they just left them 
I, how we have treated people with developmental disabilities or people who are neurodivergent or have physical disabilities are is disgusting in this country. That's just awful. Like, they're a problem. No, they're just people. Come on. The fuck? I feel like they just made it way too easy to abandon people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about this with some of the urban legends, like, where you hear about, and I know it's slightly different, but, like, you hear about the graves of, like, Satan's baby or whatever, and it's like, well, they had all these, and they describe it, and it's like, maybe that was just a kid with deformities, like a baby born with deformities. And it's like, they murdered it and they buried it and put crosses to keep it from, you know, coming back alive. And you think about that, you take a step back and it's like, holy, holy moly, that was probably like a real baby that had some kind of deformity going on and versus loving it. They're like, kill it. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. It is. And I will say that a lot of, the stuff moving forward, um, it mingles with urban legend. There, it's it's hard to find a lot of hard facts, especially on like the, um, the darker sides, I guess. <laughs> so, um, there was, re- there was like a rumor. So there was a nurse reportedly that worked there in the 1950s, and she claimed to have witnessed beatings, rape, violence. Um, she said that 17 people died there in the 1950s, but I haven't found any sources that back that up, but it also wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah, I mean, we know that in other institutional like schools, air bunnies, air bunnies, schools, like residential schools and stuff like that, it happened all the time because nobody is checked. Like no one is watching over these there's no third party monitor there's no government oversight they just leave them there and when you have unchecked power and they want to get funding they hide shit all the time so it like it wouldn't surprise me that people were not were killed people died there and then they try to cover it up because it looks bad yeah, we see that even now. Like yeah. you, you hear about, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Paris Hilton, but she talks about what happened when she was put into the reformatory um, establishments and the abuse and stuff that she went through and other people came forward to corroborate that. And it's just like, if that's happening fairly recently, I don't doubt that it happened even worse and to a more covered up extent back then. Especially yeah. to your point, public funding that they received. So I don't know. Yeah, Sad. an ex- extremely vulnerable population, and nobody cares because they're seen as like a punishment by God that something went wrong, and that's why they're like that. And ugh, that's just exactly. Yeah, people are the worst. They are. So was it? All bad. Uh, In 1955, they held a graduation ceremony for five of the residents who got their high school diplomas. So that's something. Uh, They did have, like, teachers 
at this institution kind of off and on. Like they, yeah, I think they had trouble keeping stuff, but it was theoretically available. Uh, a Denver Post article from 1959 reported that 670 children in the institution called the superintendent Edith Raftery mom. So apparently she was like really, really great for them. Um, yeah, it said that she was known for dispensing really high quality care and she hadn't taken a vacation in over 17 years. You said they called her mom, and all I could think she of was, like, little orphan Annie. We love you, <laughs> Miss Hennigan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she probably did a lot for them. I'm just playing. Probably. I mean, it's hard. Like, even if she was really great, like, it doesn't mean everybody else that was there was. Mm-hmm. And the bar could have been really low <laughs> for, like... She doesn't beat us, so she must love us. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, (laughs) it's sad all the way around. So in the 1950s, there start being reports that uh, patients are basically drugged 24-7, which was pretty common for the era. Unfortunately, uh, there are rumors of tunnels that run under the facility and that like terrible things happen there i have an obsession with tunnels so they're so fascinating (laughs) um let's see so in the 1970s parts of the campus were closed because the uh foundations were starting to crack in some of the older buildings and there was like no fire escapes or emergency exit paths. <laughs> and so they had to close some of the buildings uh, because of that. And then in the 1980s, there were reports of residents being neglected because of understaffing and lack of, lack of funding for proper training, which I feel like that's where all of these institutes ended up. Like every story I've ever heard, like, oh, we were understaffed, we were underfunded. And it's when things start getting like awful. Uh, there was at least one member of the staff who was sent to prison Uh, after being convicted of abusing multiple patients and bragging about it to his friends. That's super sad. Like we've said before, people are sick. What a garbage person. Like, how could you do that? That's a human being. What the fuck is wrong with you? I I don't understand how they, like, why they always think it's a good idea to brag about it to other people, too. Like, Because they're on a power trip. Yeah. Yeah. So by 1988, um, there were constant break-ins. So it's still up and running at this point. Like, there are still patients here. And teenagers, like, looking for thrills. And uh, unhoused people looking to get warm would break in. Like, constantly. Which, 
It seems strange. It seems strange to break into like an occupied building. <laughs> well, teenagers yeah. are notoriously dumb. I mean, you know, that, it's um, kind of an easier way not to get caught too. If there's people there, then they don't really know who's supposed to be there and who's not at that point. That's true. If they're not yeah. keeping very good track. Um, there was also a nurse in the 1980s who said that uh, it was basically just constantly covered in bodily waste because patients would just go to the bathroom anywhere and the orderlies didn't seem to care or like clean it. Oh God. So about this time there started being lawsuits from patients' families and threats of huge fines from the government. Uh, 1990, the federal government actually visited and they reported that um, excessive force was being used on the patients uh, they determined that the facility would need 155 new employees to properly run the facility, and it was going to cost $1.3 million. The owners disagreed. They thought everything was fine, and so they didn't do any of the things suggested by the government. Uh, at the same time, the older buildings that were starting to crack, like there were more of them, and they also uh, were found to have asbestos. So they had to close those buildings, but they just closed them. They didn't like clean them out or anything. So it still had like all of the desks and beds and equipment, like it was all just there. Uh, and then they ended up, um, Closing it to all but the most severely ill patients, basically, by the early 1990s. There, 1991, there were maybe fires. I read one story about, like, a security guard who started a fire in the attic, but then I couldn't actually find anything to substantiate that. So maybe... Uh, but by so fires question mark fires question mark well and it said like a security guard started the fire and then it was something about like it was the third fire in four months or something like that but then I was like I don't see anything and no one was hurt it, so I don't know if maybe there just weren't reports because nobody was hurt and so they're like whatever right it was Ryan or it wasn't reported that anybody was hurt yeah mm -hmm. yeah I still think Ryan started the fire. Sorry, an office thing. Ryan started the fire. <laughs> but I do remember hearing something about fires. So yeah, it's just weird that yeah. there's nothing about it. Yeah, it could be. And I don't know. Um, so by 1992, it was it was closed for good, essentially. And like I said, it was it was just abandoned. Like they left everything's still there all of the equipment all of the beds um toys because there were children there uh the walls were just covered in graffiti there was asbestos it was crazy <laughs> um they they did still have patients kind of like off and on using the facility um in 1994 and this did actually happen there was a uh 
psychiatric technician who was shot in the face in the parking lot <laughs> because a man thought that he was having an affair with his wife. Was he? Yeah. I don't know. It was never confirmed. <laughs> She's like, if he was, then love, justice is served. I love the was he? <laughs> but was he? Spill but that was tea. He? Was yeah. he? <laughs> I know. I kind of want to know. But... Maybe it was multiple wives. This is just the one. (laughs) Right? Oh, that's what it was. There was a secret sex cult. Oh, see, it all comes together. Always. That was a pun. (laughs) Always a secret sex cult. (laughs) They had the tunnels. I mean, they have the tunnels for it. There you go. Yep. All makes sense now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So let's see. This is where some of the urban legends come in because as you can probably guess, all of that negative energy can leave a lasting impression that results in hauntings. So there are a couple of YouTube videos about investigations and myths and legends that go on there. Uh, Numerous people claim to see shadow people darting through the halls and then vanishing pretty standard fare um there is supposedly a crying woman who it's supposed to be the spirit of a woman who was wrongfully confined and she wanders the premises and you can hear her crying and some people say that you can hear her like pleading for release that That sounds about right that's, you know, I mean, back in the day, you could get locked up for So why has nobody anything. released her? That's what we need to do. We just need to go and be like, find the light, please. <laughs> find the light, lovely. You're, You're free. free now. You're not stuck here anymore, baby. Get out. You um, were, yeah, like, you could have a wandering uterus if you <laughs> locked up. Oh, I don't want to get married. Locked up. I feel I like shadow people. I feel like shadow people are standard fare for anything that has whether it's haunted because you know because I feel like maybe hauntings are different than shadow people and I feel like shadow people kind of congregate to areas where there is high ener- like energy and trauma and they're just kind of little moths moths to the flames and at least to me that's what I kind of think in this case especially and I'm curious. Has anyone gone since then to try and kind of interact with what may still be present there? Like, are there still shadow people in that area? We'll be getting to that. Ooh. I'm jumping ahead. It's a little bit of a twist here. Is there like a Walmart that's on top of the location now? Are there shadow people in the Walmart? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. That's a Southern Gothic plot for sure. There you I go. I love it. I'm here Shadow for it. people in the Walmart. Uh, funny story, it's actually Target. It's a super Target now. <laughs> That's right. Super Target. I drive past it. Shadow people in the super Target. Yes. And yes, there are claims that the basement of this super Target is still haunted. Let's go. Let's go. 
Who's going to get a temporary job at Target so we can all get it? <laughs> don't even have to do that. Just put on a red shirt, walk in. People will think you work there anyway. Red shirt oh catches, let's go. I'm telling you, because every time I wear a red shirt, people stop me. I'm like, I don't work here anymore. I used to, but no, not anymore. I vote we do it. <laughs> yes. I fully support Is, this. Yes. And I mean, Does I will... Target... Go ahead. You go ahead. Does Target count as a cult? Like, can we get on the band list? Probably. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's yes. get on the band list of Target. <laughs> yes. I that think would it's be really cult. sad, actually. It's, it's cultish. I don't want to be banned from Target. I it's like cult Target. adjacent. It's cult it's, adjacent. It's exactly. cult adjacent. I mean, if it's, it's just adjacent. the one Target, it'll be okay. So, yeah. That's I'll true. start. You just gotta, I'll start you just going into other Targets with disguises on. Great <laughs> little fake mustache. <laughs> little cowboy hat. Howdy, y'all. Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go shopping at Target now. Um, right, we're gonna be on the lookout. Is. It'll just be like walking through the uh, through the aisles with an EMF detector. Don't worry I'll about like, it. It's fine. Shadow people. It's a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> They're just as creepy. Let's. <laughs> they still stare at you for no, no apparent reason. Unblinking Often in the middle of the night, expecting yeah. you to know what they want, just like mm-hmm. a ghost. Yeah, exactly. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I don't know. But then when you say, um, what? I'm hungry. Then they start crying. And, <laughs> and then you're the bad guy all of a sudden. And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> They're like, I just wanted to be your friend. Then why do you look at me like that? Why do you just... <laughs> what? She's, you, you do it very well. <laughs> I was going to say that was perfect. I, that was spot on. I uh I perfected the dead face years ago. It and works. it has never failed me. Dead face card never declines. Never. Never declines. Also works on creepy guys like while, while you're out. Yeah. I was gonna I say, just, yeah. just give them the mm-hmm. yeah. just leave. Great. <laughs> she does it so well. <laughs> they just look at you and it's and then if that doesn't work, then you just scream when they come anywhere near you, and then they yes. will leave. There you go. Hmm. I can actually picture you doing that. That's hilarious. This is scream. And this has been Dating Tips with Katie. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Serious topics. We're focused on, on serious topics. Shadow people in the super target. Yeah. <laughs> Scaring four-year-olds. <laughs> So room 304, Ooh. Uh, it was said that a malevolent presence resided there. There's always and one. people who went in would be struck with this deep sense of fear. Uh, they claimed that there were drops in temperature when you went in there. There were inexplicable odors and unexplained physical sensations. They didn't get into what physical sensations? Sex demon. Sex demon. Sex demon. Because of the sex cult. The sex cult. Come on. We cult adjacent. (laughs) I mean, there's always one malevolent entity. So it's in room, what did you say? 304. 304. And where is that in the target? (laughs) You know, I'm not sure. We're going to have to look up some old city blueprints. Yes. Like... I'm just going to walk around yelling in Target, sex demon! 
Michael. People Michael. might think you're trying to sell sex demons, though. You might be careful. <laughs> sex <Right>. demons. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> Someone need... will come up to you and ask what aisle that's in. Right. Like they're going to think it's a, like a libido enhancing supplement. Yes. Just... Maybe that's where room 304 was. 304, 307, 304. 304. It's going to go on our merch store. <laughs> Just bring Katie with you. Sex she can do the demon. dead stare and then boom, scream at him and then it'll be great. That's going to be the new cologne. Sex demon. Sex demon. Room 304. Works 60% of the time. All every the time. Every time. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. And now anytime I go into Target, I'm just going to yell sex demon. Sex demon. You have to now. Sex demon. When are you? I have now decided that, yes, our merch, we will have both a t-shirt, a mug, and an actual, uh, like, tchotchke jar (laughs) that will all be labeled Sex Demon Libido Enhancing Supplement. Only to be used in room 304. Yes. (laughs) That'll be, like, the the zip code on the back. (laughs) There you go. Room 304. 304. Made in room 304. Yep. Sex demon. Sex demon. <laughs> Produced in Shadow Basement, Shadow People Basement Incorporated. I like it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Do not give to four-year-olds. The reviews it's are just... all just absolute bullshit. It cured my dead face, Katie. <laughs> it brought my fish back to life. <laughs> He's a little weird now, and he makes growling noises and then runs under my bed, but I'm pretty sure it's fine. (laughs) But it's good. We're good. It's fine. (laughs) Nice recall. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. My friend took it, and then he had no feet and was standing at the foot of my bed, but I think that's normal. Right? That's normal, He's just floating there. For some reason, now my boyfriend's scratching up and down the wall. I don't understand what's going on, but here we are. But his libido is great. Great. So we just, everything has to be done up against the closet wall. I don't get it, but I'm here for it. He lives in my closet wall now. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there was another investigation done by Anam Paranormal out of Topeka, Kansas. They actually did four investigations while the buildings were still standing. Um, and they found that the tunnels did exist. They were still standing. And there were person-sized cages down there. <sighs> Sex demon. It's a sex dungeon. Come on. Sex demons. Cages aren't just for cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You heard it here. And that is so. what I am. Yep. And that's what I'm going to choose to believe. And not that those were the physical evidence of horrific, cruel, inhumane treatment towards vulnerable human beings and populations. I prefer sex demons. Sex yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I think about too much of the torture, especially with like the kids involved, I, I'll get sad and cry. So we're going right. to deviate here and we'll go to the devious route. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I mean, we always choose the devious route, to be honest. <laughs> this is why we're all perfect with each other. <laughs> yeah, we are. I can't wait to go on adventures with you guys. <laughs> Me too. We're going to be yelling, sex demon. Sex Sex demon. Just Where in a hallway. <laughs> Just random sex demon. What aisle are the human cages in? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just picture it's like we all happen to be at Target at the same time, and one yells it. We all pop up like prairie dogs, right? Like a whole Marco Polo type Sex thing. <laughs> Little. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! Sex we demon. know our people. Sex demon. <laughs> Sex demon aisle four. Human oh. cages aisle were the, four. Were the cages the like Target generic brand like the store brand like the simply home what is it up and up or yeah the up and up or were they um did they spring for the high end yeah did they do the high end cages are they seasonal i mean it it probably depends on what era they were purchased at the beginning when they got all the funding they were the name brand yeah towards the end did it go it was the uh yeah, they had to go up and up. They were they were terrible. They didn't ha- hold anybody. Your gimp was just free all over the place. <laughs> Your gimp was free. He was running amok, amok, amok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they were just for decoration. Right? It's just ambiance. Like the baskets with the throw pillows in it that are in like those fancy farmhouse chic homes. They're not to use. No. These aren't warmth blankets. These are show blankets. <laughs> show. This is show cages. Mm-hmm. Yes. These are show cages. This is where what our if- gimp would go if we could afford the high-end ones that actually lock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Why does it always go BDSM, John? I'm fine. <laughs> Because that's just how you are, actually. <laughs> hey. What? I didn't say it was a bad thing. So. I was going to say I didn't start it, but then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it back. <laughs> so we what happened to the cages? Like. So later, we'll skip around a little. It's fine. Um, 2006. So they started planning to demolish the buildings in the 1990s like the late 90s 2006 they were still trying to remove all this asbestos and like demolish the buildings um and then they had to locate all of the tunnels and fill them so that they didn't you know eventually collapse so they yeah everything was removed as far as i know and filled they filled the tunnels or did I they mean, just say they did? They said they did. But they Let's also said out. they removed all the bodies from Cheeseman Park. So And they Uh-oh. did not do that. No ma'am. They Someone's sure did pants not. are on fire. <laughs> so this investigation team also um, witnessed doors opening and closing by themselves. Mm-hmm. And like their EMF detector was just going off the entire time. Um and then Apparently, so apparently they had like a can. I don't know what kind of can, but they had some sort of can and it was on the pipes in the tunnels and it kept like flying off at them. Like the pipes were shaking really bad 
and they would like put the can back on and it would like keep flying off at them. And so they like put it up and they tried to like shake, like manually shake the pipes and it like they couldn't replicate it. It it only worked if somebody was actually throwing it at them. So yeah, now it's a super target. I think there's maybe a shopping mall and some apartments on the land as well, but it's mostly super target and it's still haunted. So it's supernatural at super target. <laughs> I feel like there's something in there. Yes. That's a good marketing campaign. Can yes. we do a is that just at their Halloween target. aisle? <laughs> supernatural <laughs> at super target. And their and their cage aisle. And the cages. And and the cages. Mm-hmm. I hope for the apartment's sake that they filled all of the tunnels in or we could have some sinkholes on our hands see that was my fear and i can you okay can you imagine falling through a sinkhole and being confronted with like cages and hospital equipment my brain could not comprehend i think i just feel like what what because who's to say they didn't find like skeletons in the cages or and they just wouldn't report that level of of cruelty so it's like yeah we did find this guys but actually there was a lot of you know other things maybe they found i was trying to look up um i didn't see anything about like patients being buried there Mm. i mean even if they were on the up and up you would think that they would have some deaths if it opened in 1912 and closed in like the 90s like even just old age you know Mm -hmm. um but i didn't see anything about like a cemetery or anything like that on the grounds so i'm not really sure what happened to people who expired there Makes you wonder where to put the bodies. In the tunnels. And that was one theory that, like, it's the area is going to continue to be haunted until we find out what actually happened there, like everything that actually went down. So is that our field trip, our first one? It is pretty close. I mean. <laughs> We're going to get supernatural at Super Target. <laughs> I mean, it's down super in fun. Basement doing, like, a live security guard comes down but we're all in red shirts and khakis we're like it's okay we belong here it's okay we'll just call the security guard what are you doing we'll just all go uh, dead face and then scream yes just, yeah exactly <laughs> yes. Just scream. that's my panic response or oh my god how creepy would that be if you just came up on like four people and they all just turned and looked at you like with dead face and then like screamed at once i mean or we on drugs or we get a clipboard someone comes down and says what are you doing and we say inventory no yeah. questions asked no We're one looking asks. for the cages mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I got a customer upstairs. The the, inventory. <laughs> We're doing the uh the, the 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 Christmas inventory, making sure everything's everything's here. 
They said to check the stock in the basement. We're trying to find the stock. Yeah. These cages were supposed to come in stainless steel and copper. (laughs) And I'm having trouble locating them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's a matte and a shine finish. I'm only seeing the matte. Um, It's like, why do they need four of you? They're heavy. Have you not? Those are heavy bitches. (laughs) Yeah. I know they're just for show, but like they're well made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh, no, we leave so like a peace offering, like like flowers and a pumpkin spice latte? Right. <laughs> I love like, pumpkin spice. I'll consume it before you leave it. Just, you know. Pretty much. Just as a little like, I'm so sorry that you were treated like a crime or like a problem or punishment to be solved when you were just humans. Yeah. Yeah. He, if you could not haunt the target anymore, <laughs> that'd be great. No but if you do I mean, want to haunt the apartments so that the rent is lowered, that would really <laughs> yes. help balance out our economy and we everybody owe you a shift solid. over right? right like everybody Go shift there. to the, the apartments Slash to the right. Go. target bad apartments good mm-hmm. we but, owe you but only the leasing office yes you cannot <laughs> the leasing office until they drop the rent to an appropriate level Absolutely. i'm good with this i think this is a solid plan mm-hmm. I was just picturing you like leaving flowers outside of Target (laughs) and a a pumpkin spice latte every week or whatever. And then it sparks this whole new urban legend about people dying at Target. (laughs) Yes, that people are dying at the Target. Ooh, there you go. That's how you start. The same woman comes and leaves flowers every day. Yes. Right? You have to dress like Victorian era morning (laughs) when you do it. I'm here for it. Yes. Each like, one of us. She's already right. about it. Look at her. Right. We can take do video I... and just like hide, you know, post it randomly. Right. Start it all. Do I We're pretend to... to be a ghost? Like, how deep do you want me to go? I can do like dead face and like make. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, we've tried to ask her what's wrong, but she just screams at us. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, lean into the ghost. <laughs> I can it. do this. I am going to the location where my Oh my god, I thought of it. Where my lover was sent because her family found out about our romance and at the time did not approve. The and woman then... who's roaming Yes. That wasn't supposed to be sent there. Yes. Her. The crying yes. lover. Yep. Who was, That's her. Who was wrongfully detained there. That was my lover. And so I go and leave flowers, hoping that some that she never forgot how much I loved her. Aw. See, this that, is how beautiful, haunted, romantic yes. urban legends are born. Let's do it. And, and then we... We'll dress in red shirts and khakis. <laughs> yes. And we'll stand around outside and be like, I know it's so sad. She's been doing this every day for the past 60 years. Which is why we need to go to the basement to resolve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you need to let us in. 
<laughs> let us in. Let her in too, because we got to get her to her lover. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if my cell phone goes off, that's <laughs> that's crazy. something else. Yeah, we don't you know just, what that is. Ghosts. Ghosts evolve too, okay? Yeah. yeah. I'll just real quick, like, throw it to the side, like in a cartoon. Like, what? What? What's talking about? And then I scream, and then I just run. And then I, and then right? I run. Yes. It's always the screams. You throw it to run. distract, and then you scream Screaming to distract. Screaming is how to get any, out of anything. Yes. I love exactly. it. <laughs> this is fantastic. All right. So we've got a plan. It was. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't still standing, but right. a haunted super target is pretty great. So right, yes, I'm here for it. Heck yeah, yeah. You could make some great fan fiction with that. <laughs> oh, I'm. Like, I'm it, what do you mean? Could I'm already. <laughs> I love this. Like I already got like a book and a half. Like we're good. I'm gonna. We we have Urban Legends podcast episode. We're gonna be talking about the ghost <laughs> that waits for her lover outside. Her target. That's, That's how we started. She screams at anyone that approaches her. <laughs> like it's here. That's Urban Legend is starting now. here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And that's our legacy. Yeah. We're leaving a legacy. It's going to spread. And one day you're going to be talking to someone and they're going to be like, did you hear about that ghost outside of Super Target that screams at everyone? (laughs) When I tell you that that would make my eternity. That would be great. I'm going to give it a go. You guys think I'm joking. I'm going to talk about that straight faced during our Urban Legends episode. I'm down. I cannot wait. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) it's going to be integrated in and I'm going to deliver it straight face and we'll see how far it spreads. This is Hopefully they don't listen to this specific episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anybody who listens to this podcast, you're in on it. Help us spread it. Yes. You're in on it. You are spread the word out and spread the word. Yes. Yes. Help spread the legend. It's our little secret. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a little romance and screaming ghosts? Right? Crying woman and her screaming lover. I love (laughs) it. Crying woman and her screaming. It has everything you want. It has drama. It has romance. It has tragedy. It has flowers. It has Target. It has risque. It has has a lady in white. Every haunting story. Every urban legend has a lady in white. What color is her screaming lover wearing? I feel lavender. Like- Ooh, lavender. okay, Ooh. lavender. Because mm-hmm. lavender is also was also coded for LGBTQ. There you go. Back in the day, so okay, lavender. It. Got it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I like it. Layers. Yes. Yeah, we're adding layers, layers. to our legend. <laughs> layers, donkey. Oh no, that's Shrek. <sighs> All right. Well. That was my story. So, <laughs> uh, I loved you with the story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Yes. Thank Yay. you for coming on. This was so much fun. Yes, thank you for thank having, you for us. having um, us on. So if people want yeah. to check out more of your wonderful podcast, where, where can they find you? Where can they find us, John? I do this every episode. They can find us on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, all the major platforms. They can also find us on our website, 300podcast.com, where we have all kinds of crazy stuff on there. Uh, 
pictures and information of past guests. Uh, we have merch on there. We got everything. Come on down and check it out. Yeah, we're on all the social media platforms. That too. We don't really use Twitter much, but we are on it. Uh, we are definitely on all of the major streaming networks, but some of the minor ones too. So if you can find wherever you listen to your podcast, you will 99.99% probably be able to find us. Yes. Find us. I don't know where I added that extra letter at the end. Words, again, what us, are us, they? Us. Um, <laughs> you can find us, but definitely take a look at our website. We've got a lot of photos of our guests that hyperlink if you click on the photos to their websites or their podcasts, if they have podcasts. I am working on updating it to include all of last seasons because I'm a little behind on that, but that will also have our guests from last season. And um, yeah, reach out to us if you have questions or suggestions. Uh, We check our emails, we check our messages. So we always love hearing from people. And if you have a ghost story to share, lay it on us. Yes. That sounded naughty. <laughs> <laughs> we spent the entire podcast talking about sex demons. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah. Sex demons. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess if you want to see more of me and Katie, we yeah. are uh, – I just forgot everywhere that we are. We're on Instagram. We're here. <laughs> we're, right, we're right here. Just find us, you know? Just listen to us again. You know where we are. Uh, we're also on Instagram at two girls who scare easily with the number two. And I always do it like people can see me. They can't. <laughs> but I always hold up number two. Um, or you can email us directly at two girls who scare easily at gmail.com. And we would also love to hear your ghost stories. Um, so send it to us too. <laughs> we'll share. I don't mind. Send it to them first. (laughs) This is their podcast and their amazing hosts and wonderful personalities. So send it to them first. (laughs) And go check out Three Haunted Podcasts because it's wonderful. It's been so fun. I can't wait till we can all get together. Just so you know, forewarned, I'm a huggy person, so. I am too. (laughs) For Katie. (laughs) This is going to be great. I will... Let the excitement override all. It will be great. It'll be just fine. It'll be again the list of things that I am. I'm a crouchy old goat. I don't know. It's fine. But we'll just get a couple of drinks in her, and then you can get her to agree to anything. That's how I pretty, got the podcast started. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I'll be like, here, take a shot. Give me a hug. <laughs> if they're both at once, it's the positive reinforcement. Oh, okay, Here cool. you go. I'm you learning like this. Actually, now oh. that I think about it, I feel like you could get. <laughs> you like I feel like you could get most people to give you a hug if you just like we're like here. Here's a shot. Give me a hug. True. Here you go. Yeah. I would hug somebody. <laughs> uh, no, I probably would. I wouldn't take a shot from a stranger. No, there you no. go. No. no. Don't recommend. No. 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 <laughs> I take it back. I take. But among <laughs> friends. Yes. Among fr- among friends. Among friends. <laughs> now that makes me sound like I just don't like to touch people. I will. Okay, for people who are listening, like Katie, sound terrible. She doesn't even like. It's not that I don't enjoy hugs. It's that my brain doesn't go towards that like right out of the gate. 
my brain goes to, I love to info dump and we let's like chat about stuff and let's have inside jokes and let's do weird, funny faces and let's maybe not take pictures because I hate being on camera, but like I'm neuro spicy. Like it's for me and physical touch. Not, it's not that I hate it. It's just that I don't do it. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with that and no shame in that. And I don't think you should have to qualify to listeners or anybody else that that's just your boundary. So it's also why all of our pictures together look like this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take a serious picture either. So like, yeah, we've, we've actually joked that it's going to be like our highest Patreon tier. You get like a nice smiling photo of us. An actual, I'm smiling. I just, I don't, I freeze. If the camera's there, I, f- I freeze. I know the feeling. Yeah. But you know. They're, but, they're like, be yourself. And I'm like, you want me to be awkward and weird? Okay. Right. I don't think you're going to enjoy that. Do you want me to give dead face and scream? Because that's like what I'm going to do. I'm going to give dead face and scream. But We're all going to have to do a photo together of dead face. <laughs> It's going to be so good. (laughs) Oh, man. So good. Love it. Great. Well, I guess that's it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much. I think that we all know that we need to sign off this episode by yelling sex demon. (laughs) Okay, ready? Who's counting a stone? We're doing okay, it okay, all at ready? once, or are we just going to do one? Okay, at a Andy time? will do it. We're going to do it all at once. I think. All right. It's going to be great. Okay. Okay. It always works. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Sexy 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 Sexy